Hello, Means, and welcome to the final episode of the season. Now, Means, I'm going to get emotional, man, as we sometimes do on this show, because it's been so much fun making this podcast. And you know what? We're not going to stop. That's right. I don't care what anyone says. Means, I am manifesting it. Oh, that's the popular thing these days. I am manifesting it, Mensa. We'll be releasing bonus content while we wait for season two. So if you have any questions for me, please email them to skulk at telltale.media. I don't know why I struggle so much to say this email address. Skulk at tell, like I will tell you something, tell, T-A-L-E dot media. Maybe that's the way I should say. Telltale.media. Or... Take a look at the show notes. So we'll soon be doing a bonus Q&A episode with all your questions. But for now, let's get into the episode. Hello, Mensa. Welcome to another episode of Your Mom with Skulk. Mensa, don't let anyone tell you that South African musicians are struggling because you must see <laughs> where we are firstly well i was a bit worried when we um drove in here it's like an industrial park and it it, it gives off a bit like jeffrey Dahmer vibes and then we're like in the parking lot where do we go yeah jules means the lead singer of good luck pulls up in a black range with <laughs> tinted windows like a drug dealer. <laughs> we we walk into the studio. Means that I, I wish you could. You know, this is where when I um think we should do video. There's a a, a little kachel here. One of my favorite things in the world. A little fireplace. A yacht net. That what do you even use this for, Jules? It's, it's that that to is like just to hang out and play, and play PlayStation when you're not making music. Means that this is like <laughs> if you watch Cribs on MTV, like when you used to watch that back in the day, yeah. and it's like. Oh, this is Snoop Dogg's studio. Oh, it's my so word. It's so amazing. It's wow. so beautiful. They've got just Crocs hanging around. One of the first <laughs> things you said, oh, if you want a pair of Crocs, just grab one. We've got a million pairs of Crocs lying downstairs. <laughs> but this interview is not about, um, or it is about Jules and the success of Good Luck, but not through her eyes. Mensa. I'm sitting here with Tani. Marcel. Marcel. Tani Marcel. Tani. Thank Tani. you very much. Okay. <laughs> It's, it's my, it's my, um, you gotta be called Tani. Even I'm starting to be called a Tani these days, you know. Tani Marshall. So, when you, you guys do shows in Pled these days, I'm sure the, the matrix they must be like, Tani, Tani. I'm like, who's your Tani? Tani, you're a music, is by a lack of Tani. I love you, music, Tani. No problem. I can as well, like a dance, Tani. No, 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 it's starting to happen, mom. How old are you, Jules? Take a guess. I'm gonna. I, guess, I tell everyone I'm 28 because I've been 28 for the last 10 years. I'm gonna guess because <laughs> I think you're a bit older than me. 35. 38. 38. Mm. You are no two years away from Very like tiny official tiny, tiny, tiny territory. Uh -huh. One of these days, you guys will have to change your name to Good Luck Groove. 
because it's gonna be like the, the new manga group. <laughs> Don't even. Good luck, <laughs> Groovy. You know what? If I get to be Listen, Sunday. if we if we if we have a career as long and as and as epic as theirs, I'll be happy. Yeah, okay. She's amazing. Yeah, no, she is. She, she's a lakatani. She's she is. that tani can groove. She you can, can say what you want about that tani, but she can groove. She can. Okay, but uh, Tani Marcel, I, I will say Marcel, and and because uh, I owe you that because um, shame so she arrived here like doing her makeup in the car. She blow waved her hair because she thought it was video as well. <laughs> uh, we should at least just take a picture, and that's yeah. why I'm trying to describe it. So uh, to try give people a, a visual picture, so it wasn't for nothing. She's wearing a beautiful purple velvet Aladdin waistcoat. Yes. And a, and a, and a, and a white um, a white blouse billowy blouse yeah anyway oh. let's start at the beginning uh, Tani Marcel so you have your daughter Jules she's a f- well, what would you say pop star dance star what w- what would you say Marcel if people say what do you do- what does your daughter do what do you say I say she sings for her supper that's what I say. <laughs> We keep it simple, don't overthink it Your love is like the water I'm drinking It's easy, like Sunday morning Could this be our destiny calling? And do you do you like their music? I love their music, I love their music But it, it obviously wasn't something that I chose for her to mm. do that's hard. It's jolly yeah. hard. And when she told she said when she told me she was working for a, a company as um, uh, in real estate, um, and doing really well. She was headhunted from the job that she'd been at, and then she's mom. Dog eats dog here. Estate agent. Yeah, she was uh, well, an estate yeah. agent. Oh, no, 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 not a estate agent. She oh. was a. I was a copywriter. I was working Copy- in, in in. I was writing. I was working in marketing for Sotheby's. Okay. I was running their, writing their newsletters and their marketing campaigns and their... Because I was just going to yeah. say, if you're an estate agent, no. that is proper Tani. Yeah, no, no. I was Tani before I was yeah. at the age of 18. No no, 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 no. She wasn't that. But she was in that industry which she says dog eats dog. Mm-hmm. And then and then she you know, hated it. She said, it's dog eats dog here. So mm. um, I want to... I said, what do you, I want to leave. I want to sing. Oh, Okay. <laughs> And I've always said to <laughs> all my kids, whatever you do, I want you to be passionate about. You can be a hairdresser, whatever, but you've got to be passionate. Did you think she can sing when she said, like, did she sing in school? And Yeah, I know she sang beautifully. Okay. Yeah. So you were like, okay, you can at least sing. Yeah, you can sing, but yes, yeah. it's hard. Hey? It's a hard career to, <laughs> <laughs> to have and make a, a go of and make a living out of. So yeah. that, that was... And tell me, did she just s- sort of get a band together and? Oh, no, well, look, always through school. She always hoped with her dad. She played mm. the guitar and around the campfires growing up. We've music's all been in our home. Mm. But then um, in a school, she had, a, she had a, a band at school. She used to sing. What were they called? What were you called, Law? Do we have even a name? I don't know. The fates in that. No, no, it was just a bunch of girls just coming together, oh, messing around, you know, just trying to be like uh, the Spice Girls. <laughs> but did you did you guys do performances for audiences at yeah, school? Yeah, school, school, school events. events uh, okay. You know? It was pretty bad. 
I'd love to actually look back and see how, how bad it was. <laughs> Which one were you? Which what did I? I think I played. Did I even sing it? You know, you could play the guitar. Play the guitar. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you can you still play guitar? Badly. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, you you obviously front proper front front woman. Yeah. With the microphone yeah. jumping up and down, but you don't play an instrument. Sometimes I bust out the guitar. If we do our own show, like we did Kirsten Bosch this yeah. weekend, uh, last weekend, and I um I I pull out the guitar for two songs just to have like a break from the doof doof, you know, for yeah. like mm. five minutes. And it's really nice. Re people really enjoy that, that mm. like intimacy. Yeah. And um, yeah, but I definitely wouldn't say I'm a guitarist. Like I, my dad after the show, because he, he's quite good, and he was like, "You really can't be that." average and play in front of 6,000 people. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> okay, Mentor, so we're going to do a little experiment here and, and, and then you can decide for yourself if Jules can or cannot play the guitar. So we're going to start with a solo cover that Jules did on the Espresso show of the song Stand By Me by Benny King, where she both sings and plays the guitar. Ready? Here we go. Uh, we're going to kick it off with an acoustic cover, something different. Here we go. When the night is gone And the land is dark And the moon is the only light you see not bad, Mensa, not bad at all if you ask me, but hey, I'm not a musician, so I don't really know about these things, but it's definitely a lot better than what I could do, but again, that's not saying much, Mensa, I did guitar lessons with Wim Volley, and it took me the length of three Jurassic Park movies to play A Lady Berger Noch So Blow. Because it, cause it would take so long for me to go from an A to an E to a G to a D. So it would be, My pinky. Does my pinky go here? Or does, no, 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 the thumb. Oh, no, 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 the thumb is at the back. Okay, now my middle finger. I think you press this one. Then with my four. Blow. That's what mine was like. Okay, but now let's listen to another acoustic song from Good Luck. But this time Jules is only singing and a bandmate is on the guitar. Now means at the end of the day, who fucking cares about the guitar? How's that voice? Wow, means that's like if Nora Jones met Jack Johnson in a candlelit jazz bar, sipping whiskey together and eating banana pancakes, and then Jack whispers something in Nora's ear, to which she smiles and she says, maybe. But Jack's like, <laughs> come on, Nora, 
maybe pretty much always means no. So she's like, okay then Jack, come away with me. And then the next thing you know, a voice is born. This voice means her. With a voice like this, who needs the guitar? But Mensa, it's not just the voice that Tani Marcel loves about the music. Like all moms before her, it's pretty much everything she loves. I always say on the podcast that, you know, the moms are just proper stereotypical moms. They love what their children do. I, th- I swear, like, I could find the most hardcore heavy metal guy band and their mom would be like i love their music it's so nice it's so nice i can't understand a word he says but i think it's beautiful one day i'm gonna find a mom that goes like oh my word i hate his music i'm glad he's making money but i hate it um but i'm glad you guys and you guys are at the show that's so nice what did you what did you think she said it was the first sold out one now yeah, no, it was very cool, very, very cool. It was, it was very inclusive. Mm. Um, it was lovely, actually. It, I was think, good. I think for like Cape Town artists, Kirsten Bosch is like a sort of mecca of if you mm. can do Kirsten Bosch, what even I, if you're just on the lineup and 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 you then sell it out. That you is know a what big I deal. love about her, their music is it attracts from there'll be a, a granny dancing, a granny yes. close to a hundred dancing with her her great granddaughter mm. you know and, and they they're both vibing there it's, yeah. it's like that just really fills my heart with lots of joy yeah so so let's go back so then jules told you she she wants to sing and then you were like uh-uh. okay oh 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 no <laughs> yeah <laughs> bad choice and no no you just she put in the hours and the work and kept at it they've that was Jack Sharp days. Mm, my pre- previous band. And so, okay. uh, so while she was working, she was gigging on in the waterfront on a, like I think a Wednesday or Thursday nights every mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. Jack Sharp and they were banging away. At a, 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 a suka, was it a suka um, at the waterfront? Sounds familiar. A suka? Yeah. yeah, it was like a cocktail bar. And yeah, because I thought you were first going to say, what is that place that's always like on a Sunday that's got a cover band? Oh, um, key four, no. <laughs> no, 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 not key four. It's like as you come in, it's like a proper pub. Oh, Den Anker or... Um, it's got like a green emblem. Do you know, Neil? Oh, yes. Uh, Mitchell's. 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 I thought you guys no. were the band at Mitchell's. Nah, we're... I don't upstairs they, there, there was a small little place. Yeah, we actually, it's quite, actually quite a bougie little place. Um, up, up above, um, your, you know where the boat's all dock? Mm. At the top there, mm. there was a little a cocktail bar. It was so lovely. We played there like every week. The it was irony, like nursery school. The irony is that you guys are probably now playing at Mitchell's in the sense that they, they, the cover band there is definitely doing a good luck song well, or that'd two. Be, yeah, yeah, maybe, um, yeah. Because they do good. Manga Groove. They do. It's actually, <laughs> if you're listening to this, this isn't. Uh, uh, this is free promotion for Mitchell's. Maybe you guys should sponsor the episode. But, yeah, come on. Um, yeah, I mean. <laughs> That that is a lack of thing to do on a Sunday. If you because in Cape Town on a Sunday, you're often like, oh, what are we gonna go do now? I don't want to drive to Fishhook, you know, because it's far what happens in Fishhook and it's Fishhook. Um, but <laughs> I'd love to know what happens in Fishhook. <laughs> I think there's a fish and chips place there. I don't know. <laughs> swim. Um, you can swim. No, so Mitchell's is a lacquer one. Yeah, Mitchell's is a lacquer one. You go there, get lacquer drunk. Eat a chicken snitchel and you listen to the cover band. You normally can't get a booking now. You have to actually book. Really? Yeah. But anyway, okay. So then there was Jack Sharp days, and 
and, and it's just evolved from there. Just mm. work and work and more work and work, more work. What year did Good Luck start? 2009, uh, um. officially. But, well, we, should we say we started making music in 2009? 2011, we recorded our first album. Mm. So it was like 2009. It was a weird one. We actually, before, before anything, we booked a show because Ben and I were... Um, we were in this band together before my mom mentioned Jack Sharp. He was, uh, he was drumming. I was on vocals, but you know, in South Africa, there's so lim- there's so like in, well, not in South Africa, many in Cape Town. There are hardly any venues you can play as like a full five piece band with a drummer and a guitarist, mm. and like there's maybe a handful of venues. And back then, I think it was even worse. Um, so he came to me and was like, "Listen, I see a total gap." in this where we can where we can play nightclubs and like bring dance music and live music together and his brother was already doing it with a band that nobody knows called Goldfish um <laughs> yeah, yeah. and uh, and so he said like you know they're they're already they're moving on to bigger gigs and you know there's gap there's people want this thing let's 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 try and I'll hand it and see what happens um because at the time we weren't making very much money as Jack Sharp not mm. enough for four people to live on mm. Um, so he booked a gig with no music yeah. and nothing. And we had two weeks to literally like take all the Jack Sharp songs and make them into electronic dance versions. And we were opening for Sean Duvet at Water Bar. Sean Duvet? Yeah, we were opening for him. Water Bar in Claremont, which doesn't <laughs> that exist sounds anymore. Like a, because, you know, if someone doesn't want to come out they, and you're like, what are you doing tonight? They're like, oh, I'm going to club. Whatever. Club Duvet and oh. DJ Pillow. Yes. yes. And he's taken that and actually, that's Sean quite Duvet, cool. yeah. No, he's that makes me not want to go out. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you go, let's go watch Sean okay. Duvet. Uh, I'm yeah. like, oh, just now that oh. you mentioned Duvet, I actually, oh, yeah. I'm just going to stay I'm in bed. happy. No, but it was really, it was, it was epic because we, we played at this event and we, honestly, it should have been an epic fail, but it, it didn't fail it we kept the dance floor going and we had people dancing and that was like enough for us we were like okay cool. yeah sick and so that's how good luck started um but it wasn't even called good luck for about a year and a half it was called jack sharp electro it was the offshoot okay. of jack sharp okay and then we realized now nah, this thing needs its own look and feel mm. and yeah and that it when when she says that you know it wasn't enough to sustain four people did that freak you out marcel oh yeah absolutely yeah. I've always been nervous about this as a career in every way, in the financial way, in the performing way. I mean, I can, even on at Kirstenbosch, and I know that they know their stuff now, I'm terrified. I'm absolutely that she's gonna terrified. Forget, that she's going to forget the words. No, right? that I've she's going to run this picture. I've got to paint this picture of her. So my mom, first of all, she arrives, she breaks into the venue. This is the kind of person she is. She breaks into the venue at one o'clock before the gates are even open. Somehow she's there with her picnic blanket and she's put it down in the spot she wants. Okay, then she leaves. And I'm like, only she can figure out a way to get in here. I don't know how. What, do, what is the, then, what do you do, Marcel? Well, what I just drove do? in at the, the tradesman's entrance and then She even goes <laughs> and the security were all uh, offloading and I went and I said to the sound engineer listen can I put my picnic blanket he said I, and I asked him if he could and he said no I don't want to do that and I, he said but I said well can't you pretend it's part of the 
what's it that sound check stuff yeah so that that's that's just that they have to <laughs> so he said yeah cool and that's what that's so she's, she's dog she's just she's like a dog with a bone she <laughs> got in there yeah. and i saw her putting a blanket i'm like i called i'm like look there's my mom she's putting a blanket down then she leaves <laughs> then she comes back and then i watch her while we're sound checking just before the show and she's so scared and nervous for us she she runs up to a tree and kind of hides there <laughs> because she's Beyond worried. The tree. You know, you know what? I just, tree. Uh, you know she's what? like freaking out that we're gonna mess I, up. No, I, I know not, what's going through. Her I mind. just think that she'll run in, and she has done before, run in and tripped and <laughs> fallen and slid across the stage. Or oh, you scared of that? Like <laughs> yeah, she's gonna fall and embarrass herself. Yeah, that's what I'm scared of. <laughs> but that that's so funny because I think uh, yeah, that's not something a lot of mom moms are more scared normally in in this industry of like oh, I'm scared she's gonna fall into drugs. And get involved with the wrong people. You like no, I'm no, just no, scared no, that she know. falls on stage <laughs> in front or, of six thousand people. Or nobody people. comes, <laughs> and, and I'm the only one there. <laughs> I feel like this is a recurring nightmare that you that you have. They're playing a show for one person. She falls. No one helps her up, and yeah, she breaks her neck. And yeah, <laughs> lovely. Please can this not happen. <laughs> I mean. Do you got do you, I feel like you're gonna just have to be at all the shows now, you know, you're gonna have to go do medical training, paramedic training, so you can just be like part of the crew, travel with, watch from backstage. Uh, yeah, no, I think we do pretty much do that, eh? Hey? Yeah, they come to all the shows. My folks Everything. are amazing. I yeah. mean when they bought my he's he's passed away now, but they bought my ninety three year old grandfather to shimmy. That was that was amazing, and like he's there jawling at the top, and I was like, that was quite a moment for me as my mom's father, Papa, mm. and I was playing this gig at you know Shimmy is like a proper nightclub, yeah. Like there, you know, you want to talk about the scene, that's a scene, yeah, you so, know? yeah, yeah. It's, and uh, it's not a place and for old people, normally, no. You know? And there he is, ninety three, on the balcony, like jawling with my mom. I was like, wow, this is crazy, yeah, you know. But it is it is cool. They I, that's what I love about my folks. They'll come. They'll literally come to every single show. It doesn't matter if it's like an like an under eighteen jaw they'll be there. Mm. Like, they'll just come <laughs> and they'll be like, we're just going to come watch. And you're not Just in case. Just in case she falls. Oh, just sorry, in case sorry. she falls. Falls and I have to pick her up. And you don't get hurtful of watching because, I mean, my mom, she doesn't come to all the shows anymore because there's only like a certain amount of time she can hear the same jokes and <laughs> before she gets bored. You don't? Not yet. I haven't got hurtful yet. Wow. I don't but know how. I, I have to say, I think it's amazing because I would get hurtful. I get hurtful. But you know what I do? Sometimes, yeah, I was going to say, sometimes I'm hurtful of my own voice and yes. I'm on stage and I'm like, okay, I can't believe I'm doing this joke again, <laughs> but here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I get hurtful sometimes because she doesn't play the songs I like. Mm. Oh, so you you yeah. normally, so what, what are those? What songs do you like? I love stars in your eyes. I oh love yeah, actually that. that one gets requested a lot. Yes, you should, you should do that. I but love it's such that. a it's it's so not a party song, and we're like a party band. You know? I was gonna say I think I was and gonna guess that your mom likes all the <laughs> sort of more yeah, yeah. slow slow songs, yeah, beautiful and, and, lyrics, and all the ones from that that um, the, the nature within in in Namibia. Yeah. Oh no, that was the creatures of creatures the night. Creatures of the night, that album. I, yeah. You never play those, and I, that's what I come to see. Because they're all the weird <laughs> ones. We should do like a, a weird ones, like good luck weird ones tour, and like all the, the ones. ultimate fans yeah. tour. Actually, that's a very good idea. 
Yeah. Hey? For like the, 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 the OG fans. <laughs> yeah. Who, the OG. I, I watched you guys for the first time, Jules, at UCT. You yes. guys did one of those Jamie Steps oh, yeah. sessions yeah, where yeah, everyone yeah. sits on Jamison Hall steps yeah. and then like an artist play. And a lot of the artists we watched there like went on to become, I think Goldfish was already that stage too big. To, to, to play. play there but you guys played there and then like Holiday Murray when they just started oh, yes. out played there and then they also became huge and do you remember those gigs? Yes I do Student I remember those Jaws. gigs I remember we played <laughs> I remember we played an anti-AIDS like an AIDS awareness thing at UCT yeah and then we're not thinking and we started our song with Hop On Hop Off Kind Of Lover <laughs> started our set with that one and I was like Oh no! <laughs> I'm really hoping that I don't know. think people would have noticed, but that is. I know. I was just like, "Why did we do that?" Well, um, I'll tell you a funny story about the hop of hop of lover. Yeah, yeah. When it was um, number one, okay, on the hit parade, Five FM went to number one. Doof. The hit parade. The hit parade on the radio. <laughs> radio. I'm walking, pick and pay in my trolley, and this. One of the mothers from the school that she was in when she was in school came. She said, oh, "You must be so embarrassed." <laughs> Why? <She's laughs> she had twin set and pearls on, you know that kind of person. <laughs> Why? She, that's the lyrics of that song that Jules is on the radio. <laughs> Does it mean that though? Hop on hop of kind of love. Yeah. yeah, but I wasn't writing it about myself. Yes, I know, but I mean, yeah. yeah. No, but it's, anyway. a, it's just about somebody who who doesn't want to. No, he's just no, no commitment. He's just, yeah, he just doesn't want to commit. And anyway, it's I just a that fun jazzy. Anyway. That, yeah, the, the lyrics came to me. I was driving. I know exactly when it came into my, popped into my head on Hospital Bend. I was driving and I was listening to some electro swing tune, probably a pair of Stella song. And I just started singing it. Mm. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. that's one you should put in the, in the... Yeah, we stopped playing that one, but it's fun. It. People really enjoy that That is one of the funniest stories I've heard on the podcast. Of playing a, <laughs> played a AIDS awareness. Okay, you guys ready? Hop on, oh, no. hop <laughs> off, kind of lover. We're like, whoops, <laughs> what are we doing right now? And all the yeah. students are like, hey, yeah. that sounds that sounds like a plan for this weekend. No, 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 no. Stop the song. Stop the song. Wear a condom, guys. Um, yeah. So it kind of yeah. ruins the, the 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 dance vibe if you like um, try and work. Work in um, use protection lyrics yeah. into into your song. Gee, sometimes you have to think on the fly, though. Hey, that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Wear a condom. Exactly. Wear a condom. Where were you when I needed you? <laughs> uh, <laughs> were you guys throwing like condoms into the audience? I now can't you've remember. upgraded from I can't condoms remember. to crocs. It was. It was just a like. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a, an AIDS awareness week. I can't remember. Yo, we've played so many crazy shows. Like over, actually, was trying to count the other day. It's like close to two thousand shows. Yeah, 
It's a lot of shows. Jeez, I don't even. I don't even know how where you, to start how counting. Do you, yeah, how do you start counting two thousand? Well, you on work out. Diary. You work out how many years you've been going for, and you work uh, out the mean average of how many uh, shows you've played. Mm. And we, we were looking back, and yeah, it's just so many. I mean, I just. I don't know. And people come up to me, they're like, remember me? Um, five years ago, you played my cousin's wedding and I was in the front and, um, yeah. you know, and I had like a blue ribbon in my hair. And you're like, yeah, of course. I, not, are you crazy? <laughs> like, yeah. You know, not to be mean, but I mean. Yeah, it was just so uh, many people. So, so, so many, many people. people. I'm, I'm normally good with faces, but yeah, it's a shame. You do sometimes get people, because sometimes what's even worse is you have an interaction, that person will actually have a chat quick chat afterwards yeah but, you know it's yeah it's just so many people do you um do you have friends and family that you know i always like asking this question because it's not just for jules obviously when they started becoming more famous doesn't just have an impact on her life but it also has an impact on your life you know because it's suddenly like I mean, for my mom, for example, I think it was a tough thing for her to navigate because especially in my younger years, I think swearing on stage becomes a bit of a crutch. So when you're nervous and you don't get the laughs, you kind of swear extra because it's sort of, mm. you it know, it's sort of, yeah, like it's yeah. like a crutch, you know. Now I swear way less on stage. But I mean, so with the swearing, she was, it was so hard for her because she wanted to, my first time I was on Comedy Central, tell everyone to watch but at the same time, <laughs> she's also aware of, like, oh, uh, she kind of, she, she just wants to spread this gospel of, like, watch my son, watch my son, he's on Comedy Central. But at the same time, like, She's you know, nervous she, of what you're going to say. Yeah, and yeah. She, she was at the show, she saw the jokes. So she's kind of trying to also figure out, like, if I tell this person to watch, are they open-minded enough to, you know? So that was, like, the stuff that she, and she made mistakes along the way. There was, like, family members that got very awkward with where she, she, would put on the family group, everyone watch. And then I'm like, that was a cock idea because <laughs> I'm telling you this tiny is going to, it's going to be awkward at Christmas. And then that's yeah, exactly, them into the show. That's exactly like, what oh. happened. And, you know, so, you know, what was some of the difficult stuff for you to navigate? But first, a word from our sponsors. What we've stopped doing is inviting family and friends completely because we don't need to. Mm. You know, I think we always overdid that. And I always, her dad, her dad's terrible. He, he'll, he'll tell the whole world everything all the time. And I used to, I, what I did find awkward is we'd go to a gig and he had, we'd have all the family and friends with us. And then then you 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 more aware of them are they enjoying it or mm. are they not enjoying it or are they feeling comfortable or not comfortable? I don't yeah, sometimes that. it's like I don't in, a, need in a dingy stuff. bar and yeah. you're like, oh, is Tani, yeah. Tani yeah. Sophia comfortable here? She what what was that place in town where uh, the doors? Um, Trinity. Trinity, yeah. And he had a whole lot of friends from, from the schools, the boys' um, friends, yeah. moms and dads there. And that I'd hate. I'd hate that. I'd feel so pressurized for them to be enjoying themselves. Yeah. And at the moment, I'd see that they're probably not she's enjoying like hosting, themselves. She's you like know, hosting a full event. So <laughs> yeah. She's promoting. We're not allowed to do He's not allowed to do that. I don't do that. We don't do that. We yeah. just go. People can come. They can come if they want to. And it's, you don't, we don't need to boost the crowd because the fans are there. Yeah. You know, the fans are coming to them. Not We don't have to invite all our friends to come and sit and 
my mom does she still invites people but yeah it's as you say she is not watching my show she's just and I, <laughs> yeah, I feel so sorry yeah, for I, the person <laughs> with her because they they're trying to watch my show just with my mom right next to them staring them dead in the face <laughs> you know and if they dare not laugh you know she's like you better laugh <laughs> Um, oh, shame. Awkward, they must feel awkward. so uncomfortable. My mom's just death staring them like, and, and, and. Yeah, every joke, like, reaction. <laughs> joke I mean, reaction. I love comedy and I don't even, like, if I go watch my favorite comedian, I'm not yeah, laughing, not laughing the whole straight time. through, yeah, you know. Yeah. But, um, shame, I feel her pain. Yes. Yes. Tell her to stop inviting people. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, yeah, she luckily she's now retired and she cares less and. <laughs> She now comes with, you but know, it's her good. Like, look, friends. she wants she wants to support your career, and mm. I think that's that's you know, from for myself, I, I think the whole the whole band we've been so lucky because all of our fa family have supported us. Mm. No one is like try to make this difficult or or try to you know. I mean, I've got I've got friends whose you know parents were like, you have to study this mm. or nothing kind yeah. of vibe, you know, and you have to work like. You know, art is not even an option. Yeah, and that's like and the talented creatives who could have been, could have, and you know, now sitting in a, not not necessarily or always very happy with and what they're doing. Range Rover, mm. uh. <laughs> Marcel. What what for you is a is a is a highlight in with with Jules? I mean, because if I think like what for me was a highlight in my career, it's not necessarily the same for my mom. You know. And for me, yeah. uh, for for me, it's all the places we've been to. I mean, we've been to the Fandangle Tea Party, <laughs> yeah. Jam Fandangle Peter. We've been to gigs in the bush. We've been, it's just, you know, the, yeah. the, the, it, those, take, she's taken us places that we would never have gone to. So means that Jules has three other siblings and you would think that maybe because she has, you know, taken her parents to all these places they would never get to go to, that maybe she would be the favorite child. But you would be wrong. According to Jules, it's her brother Stephen who takes this title. But of course, no mother would ever admit to having a favorite. So we'll never know for sure. But I mean, look, it's quite obvious it's Stephen. But it's Jules' youngest brother, Digby, who apparently got his name from the doctor who circumcised Stephen. Now, Mensa, this sounds like an episode of Days of Our Lives, okay? Like sands through the hourglass, so are the days of our lives. Jules' youngest brother, Digby, who got his name from the doctor who circumcised Stephen. <gasps> Now this took our conversation on an unexpected turn. What does he do now? He works for Luno. Crypto. Oh, oh, cr crypto. <laughs> oh my word. He's in the fraud department. So you know okay. when you get those like spammy text messages saying you must change your Luna part, I just send them straight to my brother and he He tracks down. He the tracks people. them down, yeah. Wow. Please tell him uh, there's been fraud on my account because I bought 3,000 rands worth of crypto two years ago and it's now worth 1,000 rand. Uh, it can be that I just bought the wrong coins, the wrong but time. it could also be that there's fraud. Someone has stolen the other 2,000. Please tell him. <laughs> do you do crypto? Yes. Because I'm of a him? complete believer. Complete. The really? Honesty, the honesty of money. No, I yes. fully believe in crypto. It's the future. Future of money. 
and eventually everyone's going to get get it. There's some people that are now really listening, you know, <laughs> like really have s- yeah. set up straight and like, oh, a fellow crypto believer. And there's also some people that have uh, now switched off the podcast <laughs> yes. because they're like, so oh, I have to listen to one more person trying to sell crypto to me. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm not listening to anyone ever again because it was the doers who told me to, no, but Ethereum and Litecoin and Ripple. Yeah. Oh, no. Those he are the three I bought. Oh, yeah. He's like, <coughs> Light, because you, you we were at a guest house in Muscle Bay. Yeah. He's the Af- Afrikaans singer. Mm-hmm. I was there for shows. Can I guess who? <laughs> uh, no, I won't. It's fine. I forgot his name now. But anyway, yeah. and then we were staying in the same guest house. We were sitting there and they were like all talking about crypto. And I was like, oh, I don't know anything about it. And I'm too like sort of scared to put money into it. He's like, just put what you're willing to lose. Uh. Yeah. That was the first, that's how they get you. So I was like, okay, 3,000 rand, uh, that's a lot. But if I lose that, it won't be the end of the world. Okay, I'm going to put in 3,000, well, 1,000 of each coin. Yeah. And he was like, Ethereum, Litecoin, and Ripple coin are the three that are coming up. And yeah, like I said, I'm down two thirds. When was this? Probably after the boom. This was your 20. Well, 2021 or there. end of 2020. See, I, well, I'm leaving it, it there. Yeah, I mean, there's it, no it, use it, in it'll, taking it'll, out the thousand will, rand out nah, of my Luna it'll, it'll wallet. Come it'll come back. back. It'll come it'll back. Come back. It'll come back. The come thing back. is, I, I I don't even open my Luna app, so I mean, I should, I guess, check. Maybe. Yeah. Where's my phone? Check. Maybe I should check right now. <laughs> See where it's at. Imagine <laughs> I open my phone right now, open my Luna app, and boom, there's a hundred thousand rand in there. It would be nice, eh? He's actually doing it, everyone, in case you're wondering what he's doing. He's not decided. We'll just, we'll just skip, we'll just skip uh, the, this time in the, in the podcast. But let me open Luna, yeah? Yeah, 1,042 rand and 42 cents. Yeah, I, okay, Mensa, if, if you are looking into buying crypto, I can tell you save your time and energy with Ripple. Yeah, Ripple wasn't yeah. a good because one. Because I bought a thousand rand of Ripple and that's now 271 mm. rand. Just buy Bitcoin and Ethereum and then you'll be good to But go. my Ethereum, I also bought a thousand rand and it's now 467. So but you bought it when it was high. You bought it when it was high. Too you must high. buy in the dip. But how do I know when it's a dip? Yeah, I'll phone That's me. the trick. Well, this podcast is really, t- this episode is really turned into something else, eh? I'm going to phone you. Listen, buy the dip. People, buy people, the dip. Are, no, people no, are going to tune into this podcast <laughs> to just get crypto advice from Marcel, who's supposed to talk about Jules and Good Luck's career. Yeah. And that's it, Mensa. That's all we have time for today. I hope you enjoyed the crypto lesson with Jules and her mom. And, and remember, buy the dip, Mensa. Buy the dip. Your mom with Skulk is an authorized financial services provider. Joking, means I'm just joking. We'll never give financial advice on this show except to say, don't buy Ripple. And I stand by that, Your Honor. Means I hope you enjoyed this episode and I won't catch you next week for another chat with another Tani because that's it for season one. Woo, what, what, where's the time gone? Where's the time gone? What a ride. Mensa, we've got some surprises in store for season two, but in the meantime, we will still be releasing bonus content while we wait, so stay tuned. Your Mom with Skulk is a telltale media production and hosted by me, Skulk Poseidon. Thanks for listening and tata for now.